South Africa's economy slipped further in the second quarter by entering recession for the first time since 2009 while the rent has weakened. But government announced a stimulus package last week which focuses mainly on infrastructure spending as a critical driver of economic activity. President Ramaphosa says Pretoria will work with all partners on a rules-based system. We are working together with our fellow African countries to establish the continental free trade area, which would fundamentally transform Africa's economies and consolidate the continent's position in the global trading system. We remain firmly committed to rules-based multilateralism as the most sustainable and effective approach to the management of international relations. And that was uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa addressing a sideline event in New York. Well, joining us on the line now is the uh, presidential spokesperson, uh, Kusela Diko. Uh, Kusela, how's the Big Apple treating uh, the presidential team? <laughs> um, I said good morning, Penny. I think it's good afternoon at home. Yes, it's good uh, afternoon so at home. <laughs> Um, it, it has been an amazing trip so far, Kuzani. Uh, you know that yesterday uh, we were at uh, the president was at the United Nations, where a, 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 a truly historic um, occasion took place, which was the unveiling of the statue of mm-hmm. Nelson Mandela at the United Nations headquarters, as well as a peace summit that was dedicated to Madiba, mm-hmm. where global leaders came together, uh, you know, calling for support for conflict resolution, uh, as well as peace throughout the world in line with the values that Madiba lived for. Mm-hmm. Now, at that same event, uh, President Ramaphosa talked about gender equality, not only about, the, you know, addressing the world's problems, but also in an effort to promote peace in war-torn countries. Give us a little insight into that. Yes. So, so this peace summit was addressed by over uh, 134 countries. Uh, of them was about 44 heads of state, a number of heads of government. Um, you know, you had uh, vice presidents and so forth. And the president, in his address, where he called for the world to continue to take forward the legacy of Madiba, and he spoke about Africa in particular, and he spoke about, um, you know, that indivisible uh, in, 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 in uh, uh, relationship between uh, peace as well as development. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the effects that uh, war, especially in Africa, has had on our ability to grow our economies, on our ability to pull our people out of poverty and, and, and issues of that nature. Mm. And um, I, I, as you were saying, Kuvani, he had a huge focus on, uh, on women. Uh, today he's uh, delivering his first um, uh, 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 debate at the UN General Assembly itself. And again, he, he continues to take forward the theme around around the most vulnerable in our society, speaking of uh, 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 women, speaking of uh, uh, youth, but with a particular focus on the African continent, because you'll know about 70% mm. of the uh, issues around uh, peace and security that occupy the United Nations are conflicts in Africa. Mm. Uh, from, from gender issues to that of the eco- economy, and in particular because of what Donald Trump did a month ago, how did the international critics respond to our president's plan to turn around the sluggish economic growth as well as the perceived policy uncertainties, in particular the land issue? Mm. Yeah, the president had an engagement with an independent think tank that is called uh, the Council for Foreign Relations. 
So it brings together governments, uh, private sector, policymakers throughout the world, really to look at, uh, you know, uh, the theme of yesterday was foreign policy choices that face South Africa. Now, within that, the issue that you mentioned, Pivani, uh, got uh, quite prominent attention with the very first question that was directed at the president being around uh, our language from process. During President Ramaphosa painstakingly unpacked why it was necessary uh, for South Africa uh, to undergo the, this particular process of comprehensive reform. Again, focusing on, uh, you know, this is the legacy that we've had to reverse. This is the legacy, uh, you know, not only from the 1913 uh, Land Act, but also the reason why even the governing party, the ANC, had been formed was to seek to resolve the land question. But at the heart of it, he speaks about how it is necessary to ensure that we undertake this process of land reform for transformation and sustainability of our economy. Because uh, the words that he likes using is the fact that it's a wound that continues to fester until it is addressed. Mm. The international community has been um, quite quite receptive, I think, to the message that the president puts out, especially when he continues to affirm that in South Africa, like uh, you know uh, how we would have resolved the issue of apartheid, we're going to do it in a consultative manner, we're going to do it in a manner that is constitutional, that uh, follows the rule of law, that there will be no land grabs in South Africa, um, and that will continue to ensure that whatever we're doing around our land reform program, uh, it is in the interest of boosting our economy, ensuring agricultural production and food security. So he's taken them through that uh, message in the process that we're still uh, following to date.